Welcome to the Next Level Youth Podcast. Here you will find sermons and content from Next Level Youth. We meet every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. at the Palace of Praise Church. We hope this content challenges and encourages you in your walk of faith. Let's grow in Christ together. The early 40s, the Nazis were at the height of their power. Uh, World War II was raging on. There was another man in Germany. His name was Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Dietrich Bonhoeffer was a theologian. He wrote books like The Cost of Discipleship that still get, wrote today, still get read today, even though it was written 90-some years ago or 80 years ago. Dietrich Bonhoeffer started a college in Germany in the 40s. The Holy Spirit compelled him to do so. It was, very, it was a very strict, very disciplined, very hard ask as... This discipleship program he created demanded so much. He even got criticism from his friends who were actually, if he, you hung out with Dietrich, you were pretty intense, you were pretty hardcore, but even his friends started to scrutinize him, say, you're too much, Dietrich, you're asking too much. Dietrich's friend, I can't remember his name off the top of my head because I wasn't planning on telling this story. Dietrich's friend, him and... Him and Dietrich get in a boat. They get in the river. And they paddle. And they stop in the middle of the river. And Dietrich says, you see that right there? You see that? What he saw was a Nazi soldier training camp. Where the Nazis were training soldiers to inflict pain and evil on the Jews and on the world. And this is what Dietrich said. He said, talking about his college and discipleship, this must be more than that. This must be stronger than that. As he looked evil in the face, he said, this must be stronger than that. He lifts the anchor and they row back to the other side of the stream quietly, not a word spoken. Why do I tell you this story? This must be stronger than that. This is what I mean. I don't know why I'm talking about this other than I'm just trying to be obedient. At the beginning of the year, the word that I was given over the year was we must go deeper so we can go wider. And I haven't forgotten it, and I'm still pushing towards it, and I'm still striving for it. But before I even get into what I think we're going to get into anyway, Lord willing, I just want to encourage you, like, I hope you know that no matter where you're at, God wants more. He wants you to submit to Him more. He wants you to experience Him more. He wants more of you, not less. COVID, we don't talk about anymore. We want to forget about COVID and forget that it existed or that it happened. But what I've seen is that the things that God wanted to teach us during COVID, we just totally abandoned what He tried to show us. 
COVID was a time of tearing down idols in our life. And you know what we did? And you know what the church did? And you're prone to this because you experience it, because your parents did it, and because maybe you even did it yourself. But we rebuilt those idols back that God wanted to tear down during COVID. We're not less busy than we were. We didn't learn our lesson. We're just more busy. We just give ourselves to more things. And you know what we've done in doing so? We've built idols stronger and bigger with more influence than they've ever had. And if you bow to them at all, you give them power. Anybody tracking with me? Anybody with me? This must be stronger than that. Are you going to be like the world? Are you going to live like the world? Are you going to refuse Sabbath like the world? Are you going to go to church when you feel like it? Are you going to go to life group when you feel like it? Are you going to do things when you feel like it? Or are you going to understand that the call of Christ is a call to follow Him and Him alone, that He is at the center, that no idol stands before Him, but He's the King of kings and the Lord of the lords, and He will not take second place. I want to implore you, I want to encourage you, God is calling you to more, not less. As the culture demands less of you, your schools demand less of you, colleges demand less of you, jobs demand less of you, God is stirring up more. Not shallower, but deeper. Not less, but more. But the more He's calling you to, the answer is not to just grin and bear it and say, I'm going to do this, but the answer is submission. The answer is death. The answer is taking the yoke of God on your shoulders that Jesus invites us to take in Matthew 11. That's where the answer is found. It's through submission. It's through submission and death and relying on the power of God to help you submit and letting Jesus Christ lead and guide you in every single thing. Acknowledge Him in everything. This burden, this weight, is not a weight that God wants to overwhelm you with. This is not a moment to be overwhelmed. This is a moment to understand that God wants more of you, not less. That God doesn't just want to be your God on Wednesday. That God doesn't just want to be your God when you're in quiet time. But God wants to be your God when you're with your boyfriend and with your girlfriend and you're in the locker room and you're at the workplace and you're driving in your car and you're listening to music and you're on your phone. He wants to be God of your life. Life gets overwhelming when you try to do it on your own. And when you try to take God out of things that he belongs in, and the truth is he belongs in everything. And the closer I get to God, not to be repetitive, but the more and more and more he asks me to lean on him, and he's asking you the same thing. He wants the same of you. I'm relying on him more in my marriage more in being a father, more in preaching, more in everyday life. 
And He's never asked more of me, but as I exist and walk in this more, I'm lighter and I have more trust and I have more faith than I've ever had in my life because I've come to an understanding that God is with me, that Jesus Christ is pulling the yoke. And I might get to talk about that a little deeper. That was the sermon supposed to be. Anyway, that God is beside me, that He goes behind me, that He's got the, my past covered and He goes before me, that my God exists outside of time and space, and that means He's able to occupy every moment of history at any time He so chooses. And in His ability to do so, He goes before us. Not only is He in front of us, behind us, beside us, above us, He's inside us. He's right here. Where does that mean? Anywhere I look, anywhere I go, He's there. The question is, are you going to acknowledge that? Are you going to acknowledge it? Are you going to live in that? You're going to live as overwhelmed and as stressed as everyone else. You know why people are overwhelmed and stressed? Because they're under a yoke. You know what that yoke is? It's the yoke of sin. And they're trying to do this life on their own, with their own power, and it leads to overwhelm. It's overwhelming and it leads to death, and it's painful and it hurts and it makes your knees knock under the weight of the world. That's what happens when you try to do life on your own. My question to you is this. Are you heavy? Do you feel the weight of the world on your shoulders? Are you, you feel like your knees are just buckling under the pressure of life? I'll tell you what. I just want you to just bow your heads for a moment. If you're in this place and you say, I'm heavy... I'm weary, I'm tired, I want you to just lift your hand right now. Just lift it up. You're heavy, you're weary, you're anxious, you're tired, lift it up high. Lift it up high. Over a third, if not half, the people in this place raise their hand. You can put your hand down. If it's not you today, it has been you or it will be you. The goal of the night is simply this, to, an, to extend an invitation to Jesus Christ himself to extend an invitation to come to Jesus Christ himself to find rest for your soul and to have the weight you feel on your shoulders lightened he wants to lighten your load tonight that's what he wants to do Matthew 11 you can put lift your heads 28 through 30. We'll see how long we go. Don't know. But we'll go. You ready to go? Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Come to me, all who labor. I agree. Who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy. My burden is 
light. Come to me. Come to me. Title tonight, Lighten Your Load. Lighten your load. Before we get into Matthew 11, 28 through 30, we need to go to Galatians 6, 1 through 5 quickly. Lay a little groundwork and we'll move fast. We're going to move fast. You with me? Look at me. We're going to move fast, as fast as I can. We're going to cover ground unless the Holy Spirit tells me otherwise. Let's read these verses. These are important for help us understand where we're headed. Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself lest you too be tempted. This is important. Bear one another's burdens. Say burdens. And so fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work. And then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load. Will you say load? Verse 2, bear one another's burdens. Verse 5, carry your own load. Burdens, load. Burdens, load. There's a difference between a burden and a load. A burden is a weight that can't and isn't meant to be carried alone. A burden is a weight that can't and isn't meant to be carried alone. But a load is a weight that only you are able to carry. No one else can carry it for you. You tracking with me so far? Some of the main reasons that people buckle under the weight of life is because they've been trying to carry the weight of the world on their own. They're attempting to carry weight that is crushing them. That's why they're heavy. That's why they're weary. You are attempting to carry weight that it is crushing you. You're not meant to carry it. In Matthew 11, Jesus offers an invitation And he offered an invitation to those present in the moment. And he extends the same invitation for the past 2,000 years. And he extends it to you today. It's not an invitation to carry no burden. That's not the invitation. It's not an invitation to feel no weight. However, it is an invitation to carry a different burden. To carry a different weight. It's an invitation to have your load lightened. To actually have a weight on your shoulders that your shoulders can bear. It's not a removal of responsibility, but it is a much different type of responsibility. Are you with me? When you go to Matthew 11, which we'll read a couple more times tonight, verse 28 through 30, we notice that Jesus doesn't say, give me your load. He doesn't talk about a load. What's he talking about? A burden. There's burdens you're trying to carry on your own that Jesus can only carry with you and for you. The reason that Jesus doesn't completely take burdens away is because He intends for us to do life with Him. He doesn't want us to feel so light and so free that we don't need Him because the truth of the matter is, we do. You feel overwhelmed? It's God trying to show you, you need Him. You think you don't? Your soul, your heart, your anxiousness, your worry say otherwise. You need them. 
Let's reread Matthew 11, 28 through 30, just so you remember as we get into this a little bit more. going to say a lot in a short amount of time. Hopefully the bridges are good enough for you to hang with me. I don't want to leave you on the other side of the creek as I'm over talking on the other side of the creek. You know what I mean? Anyway, Matthew 28, 11, 28, excuse me. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me. I'm gentle and lowly in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Number one, Jesus extends an invitation to lighten your load to everybody, to everyone. And his invitation is simply to come to him. Come to Him. Sounds simple. If it were only that simple. And the only reason it's not simple is because we are an absolute mess apart from Him. Anyway. Christ is the answer to everything that burdens you. Do you understand me? He is the answer. Not antidepressants, and I'm not saying there's not a place for that. Not substances, not sex, not porn, not distractions, not money, not wealth, not riches, not acceptance from your friends, not a good game on the basketball court, not any of those things. He is the answer. He is the rest you're looking for. And He is the one who carried the weight of the world on His shoulders because you couldn't. And the reason you feel crushed is because you're trying to. You're trying to. All this weight and all this heaviness and all this anxiousness, not to go back here again, but is all a result of the fall. Every bit of that you feel didn't exist before the fall. It wasn't here. It wasn't there. Adam and Eve even had to work, but they didn't even sweat as they worked because working was not even a burden. No weight, no burden. All the weight and all the burden we feel, we experience apart from Him is a result of sin. The sin of our lives and the sin of the world around us. But Christ Jesus came and He confronted sin on the cross and He came out victorious for you. And because of His victory, we get to experience the spoils of His victory which is an invitation to have a personal relationship with the God of the universe. Romans 3 tells us we've all sinned. All of us. So we all experience this weight. Romans 5 says even though we've sinned, Christ died for us. Romans 6.23 says our sin, we deserve death and hell forever, but there's a free gift which is through Jesus Christ, the Son of God, Jesus Christ our Lord, and it's eternal life. John three sixteen and 17 tell us, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whosoever shall believe in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. 1 John 2, 2 tells us, He is the full payment of our sin. And not just for our sin, not just the sin, 
of people who know Him today, but the sins of the whole world. That's Jesus Christ who came and confronted the sins of the world so you might come and know Him and experience rest from the weight that you've been trying to carry on your own, the weight of sin which crushes and oppresses and enslaves you. Are you tracking with me? I'm doing that because I heard somebody else do that. It's an invitation to come. He could have left you alone. He should have left you alone. I've been saying this a lot. Been felt compelled to say it. God should have left us alone to our own devices. That's what we deserve. That's why I say should. I'm glad he didn't. But he should have. We deserved it, but he didn't. He sent Christ to pursue us. To carry the weight we could not carry. If you try to do a life apart from God, you will be overwhelmed. You're going to be overwhelmed. If you're a Christian and you're overwhelmed, you're not close to him. I'm not saying you won't have moments. I'm not saying you won't be anxious, but what I'm saying is when those moments come, it's a time to draw near. We should be near all the time, but it is us, it is God, excuse me, trying to show us how much we need him all the time. Not just when we feel like it. God is not a God who's going to settle for being your God when you feel like it. He's not interested in your spare parts. He's not interested in, in any of that. He wants all of you, not just a little bit, not just some, not just three-fourths. He wants all. And when we try to do life apart from Him, we're going to get miserable and we're going to feel the weight because that's the grace of God showing and telling us we need Him. It's the grace of God telling us that this world will not satisfy. It's the grace of God telling us that sin crushes. But I have came to lighten your load. So let me, let him stop fighting him. Stop trying to run your own way. Do your own thing. Date who you want to date. Bang who you want to bang. Stop. Stop! He's got a better way. He's got an easier way. This is what happens when we get overwhelmed. Two things happen. If you don't run to Jesus too often, this is our response. Instead of running to Jesus, instead of taking on His yoke, which I'll get to in a minute, we just distract ourselves as long as we can. Distract. So we don't feel the weight. But what happens when you put your phone down and when you lay down and you're like, I eventually have to turn this thing off. What's, what's waiting on you? Can you stand up? I'm sorry, I won't hurt you, I promise. You stand right here. What's waiting on you when you turn your phone off? Wait. When you get up, what's, I'm sorry if that was too hard. I have no idea how strong I am anymore. Uh, I apologize. Are you good? Sweet. All right, appreciate you. Don't lie. In church or ever. You feel that? She feels it. What happens when you wake up? Wait. What happens when you wake up in the middle of the night? Wait. What happens when your phone's off? Wait. 
Thank you. Distract. The weight's still there. The weight's still there. You're laying on the ground. It's choking you. The bar's on your neck. Wait. If not that, if we don't run to Jesus, we'll run to someone or somewhere else. We'll just, we'll, we'll just fill it up. We'll fill our lives up and say, maybe I need this. Maybe I need to call that friend. Maybe I need to do this. And what does sin do? It just makes the weight heavier. You, you, you go and you, and you look at porn and you masturbate to release something. And then what happens when you're done? More weight. More weight. Not less. Not less. Sin enslaves you. But when you accept Christ's invitation, He frees you from this yoke of slavery, which is sin. Galatians 5.1, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. You're either yoked to Jesus or you're yoked to slavery. You're yoked to sin. Do you understand? There's no in between. You're either yoked to Jesus or you're yoked to sin. There's no in between. Rest is found in Him and Him alone. In Him and Him alone is freedom of sin and in His presence. In His presence is the only time that it's like that weight of just living in a sin-fallen world just, just leaves. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? When you're in His presence and you don't feel that weight of a sin-fallen world, all it is, it's you and Him. That's rest. He tells you the answer. The answer is Him. Stop running from it. He wants you so bad. And you want to know why you're so miserable. It's because you're experiencing sin. Because Christ is screaming. And as you do that, Christ is screaming, Would you please just come to me? I will lighten your load. And you will find rest for your soul. All right. Anybody in here a critic? You're a critic. Yeah. Thank you for being honest. Yeah. All right. So maybe you're sitting here, and I, I, I'm just asking the Holy Spirit what to say, what not to say. Um, so I'm, I'm just trying to be obedient here. Maybe you're in this place, and you're like, I, 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 I hear you. But I've tried this Jesus thing, and it's just, I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe I can give you a little more insight into maybe why you haven't experienced this. Uh, because here's the truth of the matter, um, and I'll talk about a yoke in a minute and explain that a little better before the end of the night. But uh, 
as you follow Christ and as he demands more of you, because that's what he does, he wants you to die to more and more of yourself the closer you get. That's what he asks of you. But the truth of the matter is, is that the more you submit, like the lighter you are. And it's not, you're actually, you and Jesus are actually pulling more weight together. Like he's yoked to you like oxen. You ever seen oxen? And there's those wooden things that go around their neck. Oxen's another word for a fancy cow. Thank you. Here's the thing with oxen, all right, and the yoke. And I'm skipping all over the place, but just go with me, all right? I'm disregarding those for now, those notes. This is the kind of yoke that Jesus calls us to. What farmers would do with these yokes is they would strap an older, mature, stronger ox with a younger ox. That's what they would often do. And this is the kind of yoke Jesus was talking about. And understand that this older ox was pulling most of the weight. He was teaching the younger ox how to pull the weight. He was teaching them how to bear the load. He was showing them what to do. He was guiding every step of this ox so it could learn. And not only could it learn, but it could also train other ox in the future to pull that weight. This is Christ. Christ is like that mature, like, hear me out. That mature ox who pulls the heavy weight because you can't pull it. Who guides and directs you. You don't have to ask. He will guide and direct you. His word will. His voice will. He bears the burden. He bears the weight. And this is the yoke he asks you to carry. It doesn't mean you don't feel weight. They both feel weight. Both of these oxen feel weight. Christ is not going to take weight from you. But what does he say? My yoke is easy and my burden is light. If you're in this place and you think following Jesus is easy, raise your hand. If you think it's following Jesus is easy, raise your hand. If you don't think it's easy, raise your hand. If, if we all agree on that, then what in the world are you talking about, Jesus? Your yoke is easy and your burden is light. This is difficult. It's easy compared to the alternative. What's the alternative? Can you put the other picture up for me? This is the alternative. Go with me for a moment. This to me represents the yoke of sin, the yoke of slavery. Notice that ox doesn't have anybody beside him. He's all alone. The weight of everything in his life, everything he's doing is on his shoulders and no one else. And he might think since no one is beside him or no one is in front of him that he is in control of his own destiny until he feels that whip. Just make sure you're awake. Feels that whip that reminds him, you might think, no one rules you. You might think you're all alone. You might think you can pull this weight on your own. But I'm back here, and I want you to remember, I'm in control. And who's that farmer? That's the devil. That's who it is. I'm in control. 
I tell you what to do, until you, until you let Jesus rip this yoke off of you, you're mine. And where does this lead? It leads to death. It leads in this life. It, it, you're dead. You're weary. You're burdened. And you might feel like, I got this. I got this. I got this. And all of a sudden, what happens when you start trying to carry the weight of the world on your own? You're overwhelmed, you're stressed, your knees wobble, and you can't hack it anymore. And so you fall over and you give up. And then you will up some more willpower, you muster it up. Let's try this again. And what happens? Same result. Failure, heartache, heartbreak, weariness, weight that you can't carry. But Jesus Christ came to rip that yoke of slavery off your back and to say, I'm not asking you to pull all this weight on your own. Will you hook up to me? Will you get next to me? Will you let me pull it for you? Because it's much easier than the alternative. It's still heavy, but it's easy. It's light compared to the yoke of slavery. Go to the gym, right? There's some big dudes at the gym and, and gals. Sorry. And gals. Talking about big muscles, not weight. I, 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 I realize I've just, just like started to slide down a slippery slope trying to get back on the side. Uh, anyway, there are people in the gym that if you go and try to do what they're doing, it's going to crush you. Right? That's what it's like. Like, comparatively, you can bench 120. You got it. 400, it's going to crush you. And that's what it's like. Are you tracking with me? Hopefully that helped you a little bit more. I don't know. It helped me. But uh, I'm not you and you're not me. Thank God. The world can only handle one of me and one of you. And if you're a twin, God help us. Oh, man. I'm glad one person thought that was funny. Uh, thank you. We're about to wrap it up. Lord willing. If you're still a naysayer and you say, I don't hear you, I'll say this to end and then we'll close, I think. If you're still a naysayer. Hmm. If you say, I've tried this Jesus thing and I, I don't know what you're talking about, this is, this is I'm going to ask you two questions. All right? If you're still anxious, overwhelmed all the time. Sometimes it's just a marker you need to get in his presence, all right? But hear me out anyway. Here's my question. Understand, Jesus in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, his invitation is to come to him. Not to adopt a new set of rules or guidelines. Not to keep a tradition. Not to follow the ways of your parents. It's an invitation to come 
to Jesus, to give him ownership of your life. My question is, have you just started trying to like follow the commands of Jesus and called that accepting his invitation? Or have you actually developed a, and, and, and submitted and developed a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Which way have you tried? Have you just tried to get better, to do better, and do it in the name of Jesus? Have you just been coming to church all your life, and you're like, my parents do it, so I'm going to do it, but all the while, you've never met Jesus, and you wonder why. You wonder why, you're like, this just isn't right. This just, my question Do you know Jesus? We'll get some oil out. We'll cast those demons out right now. It was a joke. But I will. The people Jesus was talking to in Matthew 11, 28 through 30 were people who were feeling the burden of the weight that the Pharisees and Sadducees were trying to put on them to keep the commands of God, but not only the commands of God, to keep things on top of the commands of God. Unsatisfying, unfulfilling, weighty, Jesus says, come to me. Lastly, if you're in this place and you say, I've, I've come to Jesus, but I'm still overwhelmed. Here's the thing. We already talked about this, but to reiterate, do you actually have communion, not bread and and wine or bread and juice? Do you actually have fellowship with God? Like if, if, if you just come to church and you think you're going to be all right, you're wrong because that is stronger than just this. Do you hear me? That, outside of these walls and these doors, is stronger than just this. Do you understand? I'm pulling you and trying to get you deeper and trying to propel you and help be a catalyst and be used by the Spirit to push you to more. But here's the thing. If you don't have fellowship with God every day, you are not going to make it and the weight of just the sin of other people are going to crush you. Do you have communion with God? Are you really yoked to Jesus? Is He really with you everywhere you go? Is He really the one pulling you and leading you all the time? If not, you are not going to make it. The only way to make it is to let Jesus lighten your load. That is the invitation that you couldn't defeat sin on your own. Jesus did. That's the invitation for Jesus to free you from the guilt and the grip of sin. That is the invitation. It's an invitation not just to be free and to be guiltless, but it's an invitation to relationship. Not just Sunday. Not just Wednesday. Not just now I lay me down to sleep. Not just bless this food and nourish my body. Come on, bro. Our God's bigger than that. He's better than that. He's greater than that.
May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Thank you for tuning in. God bless.